What's up, Cubs? Welcome back to Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. I'm your host, VJ Julio, and this episode is brought to you by Therabody, makers of the Theragun. Listen up, babe. Mother's Day is right around the corner, right? You know what that means? That means that it's about time for Mama Bear to get gifted. That's about time for Mama Bear to be treated like a queen. Now, naturally, Mama Bear should be treated like a queen 365. All right. But let's be honest with ourselves. We drop the ball some days. So now there's a designated day where we can put away all excuses and be like, this is your day. Don't waste the day. Okay. How are you going to waste the day? Buying her flowers. Hey, here's another thing to take care of. Right. She doesn't want flowers. You should just get her flowers every single weekend so that the house is pretty and she always feels appreciated. Don't get her flowers on the one day that's designated for her, okay? Maybe get her flowers on top of something like a Theragun by Therabody. Also, I just got to say this because this is a personal dig. Don't get her a candle. Dad. Okay. Hey, don't get her a lavender scented candle, which is your favorite smell. Dad, okay, get her a Theragun by Therabody. Why? She's a mom. She's toting crap around all day, all right? And a lot of that crap includes human beings. Her shoulders are tense. Her neck needs some work on, okay? Get her something that's going to effectively change her day and make her body feel better. That's where Theragun comes in. Get it for her for Mother's Day. She'll love it. She'll love you. And if you're a mama bear and you just want to gift yourself, get a Theragun. Dude, I got one. I, I, I used it on my thigh because that's all the range of motion I have. I can't do my own shoulders. And it's like, this is for my wife. She's not going to use it on me. It's for her, right? But I used it on her for 10 minutes and she basically just fell asleep. All right. That's how good this thing feels. It kicks but don't swear okay now welcome back to cheer up baby the podcast baby gorgeous i'm back from getting milk okay i'm sorry gosh i'm sorry that i had to go get milk last week but i'm back okay i'm not like all the other dads who say they're gonna go get milk and then they just don't come back and they move to california and abandon their son you know what i mean i'm not like those dads I'm like the dad that's always going to come back. Sometimes I just need to go get milk. Sometimes I need to go get milk and hang out with the two beautiful queens that I officiated their wedding for, okay? They were over. It was wonderful. It was fantastic. Alex, Bree, shout out to you. You guys, dude, can we be honest? There is a ranking system for people in your life that affect the energy in your home, okay? Now, Grant, like some people come and visit, right? Some people come and visit and you're like, hmm, wow, it's been four hours. When are you guys leaving again? Nine days. Okay, cool, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. And then there's some people that you're like, oh my gosh, it's already been three days. Do you guys want to stay for another 27? Alex and Bree are the latter. Okay, they come into our house. They're just positive energy, full of light. They're the greatest. They're like Jordan and Mike's favorite freaking people, bottom line, point blank, end of story. And... I just wish that we lived closer so that we could hang out more, but they came on the weekend and I was, I, I was just not going to record an episode. Okay. And I'm sorry about that. And I'm also sorry. I didn't mention that I wasn't going to record an episode. That's my bad. I left you hanging by a thread and 
it was the first time I didn't announce that I wasn't going to record. I just didn't because I was like, well, it's fine. Like, like people might care a little bit, but it's like, I'll be back next week. It's fine. You know? And then I got a tweet from Paige. Hey, shout out to Paige. You made my heart go like this. I read your tweet and I went, my heart went, oh, I got a little bit sad. Uh, or, uh, well, not sad. I felt a little bit bad. And then, but then at the same time, my heart went, because it made me feel important. Paige, when you tweeted out, I'm not going to complain or anything, but it just wasn't a Monday without Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. Ah, my heart went. Okay, so thank you. Thank you, dude. It feels so nice to feel important in some aspects, right? And that's not something that I expected. I didn't expect to read something like that and go, wow, like, I don't know why, but just that little, just that little thing made me feel good. You know, it was very validating. So thank you, Paige. Also, I just, I don't know. I love the Cubs, dude. You guys are awesome. All right. And I'm really sorry I missed last week, but you know, it is what it is. Real life gets in the way sometimes, but now we're back. It's time to chill. It's time for you to have the best hour of your day. And it's time for you to just relax and rejuvenate. All right. I'm here for your listening pleasure. Okay. Sounds sexual when I say it like that. Don't whisper the word pleasure, Vincent. But what can I say? I am what I am. I'm a hooligan. That's right. All right. Now let's get some semantics out of the way. If you would like to get any of the super cool clothes that we have, uh, you can go to cheerupbabe.com and it is all available right there at our merch store. Mads, tell them about it. Buy merch, bitches. Every time I play that, I forget about the fact that I haven't fixed it. And there's no way that a sound drop should ever be seven seconds long, but it is what it is. Fine. It's fine. You know, I move on. I digress. Okay. I move on and I digress. Okay. So I just, um, you can check that out. You can review the podcast if you want to support the podcast. Yada, yada, yada. Um, Jesus Christ, wrap it up. And that's on keeping Mads involved with the podcast. Why? Because she's the OG blood cub, dude. She's the OG blood cub. I get, I get, um, like videos from my little brother and stuff where they're just road tripping. Okay. And he's in the backseat with his girlfriend, Mads. And she's just, and he just does like a pan view. Okay. And Mads's parents are in the front of the car. Right. And guess who's over the speakers? Your man's dude. <laughs> and I'm, uh, and I'm over here like, I haven't even met. I haven't even met him. I don't think. I haven't even met him, I don't think. And then I get a message later that says, hey, I just showed up in my house and I walked into the kitchen and my dad was listening to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gosh, dang. Y'all just make me feel good. Okay. Now, I am so pissed that I missed the ball. I'm so mad that I recorded the last episode the day before Will Smith bitch slapped Chris Rock. I'm so mad that I missed the boat on it. All right. I'm going to genuinely say that. All right. It was one of those where the episode was done. The episode was recorded. The episode was edited. And it was just sitting on the inter interwebs 
in private mode, waiting for its scheduled release date. Okay, so, and then obviously I didn't record last week. So now we're two weeks past and every joke has been made and I just don't want to beat a dead horse about this whole Will Smith thing, but also at the same time, what an entertaining piece of content, but also at the same time, people in Zimbabwe have seen it. Okay, the three people that are living in Antarctica know about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. All right, everyone and their mother and their mother's mother and also the mothers that are underground. Don't say that. Mother's Day's right around the corner. Get her a Theragun. <laughs> I could I could do a whole segment on the Will Smith uh, thing, but it's like every joke has been made. Right. Like every joke has been made. And part of me was like, you know what? We, we could talk about it. We could talk about it a little bit. Um, but maybe what if we did a cheer up, babe, dive on it? What if we did a legitimate dive on it? Not just the whole like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock over a joke he made about Jada Pinkett Smith. And then uh, <laughs> and then I saw I saw a tweet that said doing that for someone else's woman couldn't be me. <laughs> Get it? Because Jada Pinkett Smith cheats on her husband. So. Or I'm sorry, gets in entanglements with her husband. Um, but I just, I don't know, dude. I didn't want to beat a, beat a dead horse. But I mean, like, like, fuck it. I'm in. I just changed my mind. Because I followed the breadcrumbs. I just changed my mind. We're going to do this goddamn thing. Let's talk about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. Okay, so if you don't know, here's the backstory. The Oscars is rich people blowing rich people. Okay, I'm sorry, not rich people necessarily. Famous people getting on all fours and sucking off famous people. That's what the Oscars is, okay? That's what the Academy designed. It's like, hey, you are so good at reading this piece of paper and remembering what the words say and then making your face make twitches that you're going to be one of the most well-renowned human beings on the planet now congratulations and also you're going to go to events where other people who do the exact same thing are going to see you and they're going to and they're going to lick on your balls for an entire night just make sure you wear a tux or prada you know it's that event the academy puts it on and it's just like here's an award for doing that congratulations you're still super duper famous and it's like no one watches it you know what i mean like who cares? Honestly, it's like actors are losing their fame because we're realizing that there is a level of shallowness to the whole famous LA lifestyle, right? Like that whole thing is hopefully going to crumble and fall, but we need movies. We need entertainment. I agree with that sentiment 110%. We just don't need an award show, but we have it. Yada, yada, yada. So then the Oscars, I'm sorry, the Academy gets together and they go, all right, the level of pretentiousness that is this award show needs to be knocked down a couple of pegs. Let's hire comedians to bash these famous people so that it makes it a little more enjoyable for the regular viewer to watch. Sup? Name's VJ. I'm a regular viewer, which just means I'm a normal guy. All right. And that's the part we look forward to. Like, let's get the best comedians on. Let's get the and then they can write their little silly, still family-friendly roast jokes, and it'll be great. You know, it'll make it a little more approachable for the common person. I hate all of it, dude. It's so pretentious. Makes me gag. But then you get the comedian on there, and he's doing his job, right? He's like, okay, I'm going to bash him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dish it out a little bit because here's the deal. If you are one of the most famous 
people on the planet. What's one thing that you should have? A very, very high sense of confidence, okay? Your skin should be so thick because you've been told from the get-go that you're the shit, right? And if you're always told that you're the shit, you should be like, man, people can't get to me anymore, you know? There's always going to be trolls. There's always going to be haters. People can't get to me anymore. And then you put that in the context of a comedian standing on a stage trying to tell a joke. You know the roast is coming, okay? It didn't come out of left field. It didn't come out of fucking nowhere. Chris Rock gets on stage. Will and Jada. Jada. The new Karen, right? Jada. Yuck. And that's all I have to say about that. He says, you know what? We'll just watch it real quick. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? Such a dad joke, first of all, okay? Such the most, like, little dad joke ever of all time. All right? <laughs> Will Smith's laughing. Will Smith's laughing right now. Okay? And Jada is like this. Hmm. Hmm. Like, little, like some sort of fucking royalty that just was talked to by a peasant person. <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> okay. Now, I don't know if you remember what I just said, but the last time we saw Will Smith, he was laughing at the joke because he understands, hey, bitch, it's a joke. Right? Hey. Show them teefers, you know? Show them teefers. It's a fucking joke. We make hundreds of million dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars a year. So someone saying that, hey, shout out to you, you're rocking a shaved head, which you look hot in, by the way. Which you look hot in, by the way. We'll get, all right, we'll talk. About <laughs> and then flash. Back to the scene. Will Smith is now walking along the stage. Chris Rock is laughing. You want to know why? Because Chris Rock just saw Will Smith laughing, and now Will Smith's on the stage. So Chris Rock has his hands behind his back, and he's laughing, and he's like, huh, what bit are we going to do? And fucking oh, wow. bitch slap, okay? Now, my wow. least favorite part about this is Will Smith walking away like he's a gangster. Hey, man. Your life's not a movie, okay? Your life's not a movie. All right. You know how Will Smith walked away? He walked away like this. All right. Nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. That's who Will Smith thinks he is. <laughs> hey man, you're not hard. Okay. <laughs> If you listen closely, check this out. Check this out. I'm out here. Uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> oh. Did you hear that? If you listen close, you can hear the sound of Will Smith's fragile ego shattering. Will Smith's emotional stability crumbling to the floor. <laughs> All right, so let's all right, let's get serious about this for a second. All right. We'll get real simple about this. Um 
my position on it, if you want to know, because I know y'all are like, well, you're 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 a you know a man who puts on for his wife. You know, you're all about protecting wifey. You know, no, dude, not like this. This is embarrassing. All right. Now I'm not gonna say like, oh, it's assault. He, it's it's fucking assault. He bitch slapped him. Now he bitch slapped him. But the thing that's worse about this is it was an emotional break. All right. And anytime you have an emotional break, especially in public, especially in one that something that's going to be one of the most viewed things that ever comes across in our day and age. Okay. Anytime you have an emotional break like that, you don't have a grip on your emotions. And I think, therefore, it makes you less of a man. Now, I'm not blaming Will all the way. Okay. Because. He probably would have laughed it off if he hadn't seen Jada's face, and that's just what it is. Now, Jada Smith, I let's just, you know, we're making assumptions here, but they got in an entanglement, right? Remember when in, when Jada Smith entangled her vagina around that rapper's dick? Remember when her son had a friend who was a rapper and then Jada Smith was fucking him? Remember that? Quite the entanglement. And then the way that it was publicly brought out the way that it was discussed with will was at her public tv show remember that i mean i don't care who you are as a guy that would rattle you okay especially a guy who has so many eyes on him you know fame i'm sure is a horrible thing to try to deal with because you constantly feel like you have to uphold this image right and the thing about that is if you are upholding an image for so long, if that image isn't the truth, when it starts to crumble, you panic because you realize that you didn't lay your foundations in truth. You're going to fucking fall apart. And that's all, we're, that's all we're seeing. I don't think it really had anything to do with Chris Rock, if I'm being 100% honest. If it has, it had everything to do with the turmoil where it's like, Will Smith got shaken as a man because I'm sure that he felt like his family situation was in order, right? And then it all comes crumbling down to where it's one of those situations where maybe he's second-guessing what his wife wants out of a man. And then that all propagated itself into like, this is what she wants. She wants a man who is a fucking badass. Who's a, uh, hey, I don't care if hundreds of millions of people are going to see this. I'm going to bitch slap him and ruin our reputation and make myself look extremely weak because it shows that I don't have a hold on my emotions. Okay. Now that's not funny. That's just the case. Okay. That's just true. That's just honestly what I see. Okay. Now I'm, I shouldn't have said that's true because that's what I see. That's what I'm observing. Okay. I mean, and then the shaky shit that happens afterwards where Chris Rock is trying to oh, fuck. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Dude, there's so many fucking people on the internet that was like, <laughs> couldn't have been me. I would have fucking fought him right there. It's like, not if you break down the emotional organization of what just happened. Okay. They know each other. All right. I don't know if they're friends, but they know each other. They also know what event they're at. So Chris Rock makes a dad joke. Chris Rock makes a joke that a nine-year-old would make, okay? Or that I would make on this podcast. And then proceeds and sees Will smile about it, right? And then Will Smith gets on stage. Chris Rock is like, oh, we're going to do some sort of funny bit here, right? 
And then Will Smith walks up and smacks the shit out of him to where he's like, dude, Chris Rock had his, I'm not kidding, his hands behind his back and his face was sticking out. Because he knew, he was like, there's no way in hell that Will is, A, that upset about that joke, and B, going to do anything in this context. Will Smith then smacks him, and Chris Rock has to, like, absorb what just happened. And Will Smith's already sitting back down, right? So people that are like, oh, I would have fucking lit him up. Bitch, you would. All right? Also, everyone in the audience that was like, I would have stood up for Chris Rock. They all probably thought it was a bit because it's so out of context, unordinary. Okay. So Will Smith sitting at his fucking seat, shaking, doing the whole. Wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Get my name out your fucking mouth. Oh. Wow, dude. Oh. Yep. Everyone's realizing it. Everyone's realizing that that was not a joke and Will Smith's having a mental breakdown and Chris Rock actually just got slapped at the Oscars. No one knows how to absorb it. No one knows what to do. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm mental breakdown. Also, that sound right there, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, has been ruined by TikTok for me. <laughs> <laughs> there's a goddamn trend that went around it's like keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth fuck it and it's a hard transition that's all i hear when i hear that now that's all i hear in my head and that's fine okay but my my position is uh no he wasn't protecting his wife hopefully at home you under you're working on insecurities with each other okay if you're insecure about something, um, lean on your partner to try and help you with it, right? Don't lean on them completely. It's not up to them completely, but vice versa, so on and so forth. In terms of Jada is struggling, oh God, she's struggling with alopecia, which just means she's balding, which it's like, hey, Jada, you're still crushing it, okay? You look hot, all right? You're still famous and hot, and you look great with a shaved head. All right, I understand that it might be your emotional struggle. You wish that you could have one thing. But here's the fucking thing, dude. You're not dying, okay? You're not sick. You have alopecia, which is a word that I learned after this video, okay? Which just means you're going bald a little bit, all right? Your hair is thinning in some spots. And it's like, I understand that it might affect how you feel about yourself a little bit, but if you can't take that, hey, wear a fucking hat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Like, hey, it's the Oscars. People wear fancy hats and shit. You could get some fucking $126,000 fucking hat made by Gucci, you know? And people have been like, she ate, you know? Everyone would be like, oh, you see her hat? She ate. And this would have never fucking happened. All right. But you decided to show to the world that you were accepting of yourself and you were like, you know what? I still crush it as a bald person. Like, I still crush it even though I have to shave my head. I look hot as fuck. Chris Rock says I look like G.I. Jane too. Honey Bunny. We talked about this on the car. Remember when he talked shit about me in 2016? And I said, if he says anything, you better get your ass up there. And now you feel pressured, even though it's going to definitely ruin your reputation. You feel pressured that I need you to go up there and handle things for me, babe. And Will Smith goes, 
you promise not to fuck that rapper again? And she goes, Pinky promise. <laughs> I didn't fuck him. It was an entanglement. I entangled his balls in my mouth, right? It's sad, dude. It's just sad. Also, Jaden Smith tweeted out, that's how we do it. Hey, you're not fucking hard. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. Okay. In North California, born and raised in a $100 million mansion, I spent most of my days. My dad had the plug and got me the hookups, and I learned how to rap because I didn't have to worry about anything else. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. But in all seriousness, I feel bad for Will Smith, dude, because I feel bad for Chris Rock because it's like he just got the blunt of it. I don't think it had anything to do with him personally, and that's sad. But I feel bad for Will Smith because it's just, you can tell he's a shell and he doesn't know what to do, okay? But he's with a woman, and if you look at her fucking face, let's just look at her face one more time. <laughs> okay, her face did that, and then Will Smith did that, and you want to know why? Will Smith's worn out, dude. Will Smith's tired. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. He's emotionally breaking, okay? And it's sad. Now, it is super duper fucking ironic that we had to hear... Okay, let's talk about the reality of it for a second, though. The fact that he wasn't kicked out is crazy. After the realization came over everyone and the reality of the situation came to be, the fact that he was then able to stay and then accept an Oscar, that's fucking... That's bonkers, dude. That's fucking bat shit crazy that's insane like yeah okay i get it the initial shock of what the fuck just happened cool cool but if you're fucking up there with your little fucking headphones i actually have headphones don't know why i'm miming headphones if you're up there with your headphone and your little fucking voice box and you're like camera two camera two okay good yep let's bring chris rock out yep 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 you're directing the whole fucking thing if you don't go we got i understand that he won an oscar but he just slapped somebody in the face on uh worldwide television and we need to get him off um out of the room please because i'm pretty sure that that is going to be classified as assault and if we don't do anything right now we're gonna look like cucks now everyone's cucking out at the oscars and it's fine dude will smith cucks for jada right that sucks and then the oscars cuck for will smith and so does everybody in the room cucks for will smith apparently and then all of us people that talk about it after the fact all fucking 170 million us uh, of us that have talked about it we all cuck for the situation so everyone's cucking for the oscars this year dude and it's fine it's fine it is what it is but it is so fucking ironic that we got to hear this from Will Smith. In this time in my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. Isn't it funny how Will Smith smacked a guy in the face and then we got to fucking hear about how hard <laughs> God's plan is for him? <laughs> in a roundabout way, did you just say that God told you to smack Chris Rock in the mouth? Hey, Chris is doing his job, all right? So, imagine that.
Imagine you're at fucking Wendy's flipping burgers, right? And some guy pulls up to his drive-thru window, and he's like, can I get a double? And you're like, coming right up. You put two patties down. You flip two patties, right? You put them on a fucking bun. You give it the dressings, and you go to hand the guy the burger, and he smacks you in the fucking face. Don't do your job. That's essentially what this was, dude. All right? Now, ladies, listen. All right? This one's for you. All right? This is this is for the ladies that have a man in their life. All right? You you hold way, way, way more fucking power than you think you do. Okay? You hold so much fucking power. And it's not on you. All right? Now, you got to understand. So... If we feel rejected by you, okay, the shame that we feel from rejection from you is almost, I would say, I would say it's worse than the shame or equivalent to the shame that we feel uh, if we let ourselves down. Like say, say we didn't live up to uh, our own expectations on what we wanted, right? There's a shame that comes along with that. The shame of rejection from our woman is worse. Okay. So, and, and the whole reason for that is, is because, and I don't, I hate using broad generalizations like men, but it's like, uh, all right, fine. I'll personalize it. Me as a guy. Okay. My bedrock for me is who I am as the man in the, or who I am as the man for the people in my life. What kind of husband? What kind of father? Right? That's my foundation, right? If I felt like I was dropping the ball in either of those categories, if I felt like I was letting those down, the amount of shame I would feel is unbecoming. Like it, it's it's a it's such a stressful thing to constantly worry about. But if it's one of your pillars, then it's not so much of a stressor, which is kind of the way that I've angled it in my brain. It's like this is my bedrock. If I'm a good husband and I'm a good father and everything else falls apart, that's fine. Okay. But so, so ladies, if you are naturally rejecting of your man, it's going to break him down to bits. It's because we want at our foundation to be a bedrock for you. We want to be a stable position for you. We want you to we want to be someone who you can lean on and who you can trust. And rejection is the antithesis to that. The rejection is, is, even if it's something small, is telling us that we aren't that person, right? Now, it's not on you to give us our confidence. It's on us to have confidence and to go for these things, these expectations that we have for ourselves in our lives, right? But you have a lot of fucking power. Okay, and I and it's as simple as this. Try this this week. Okay. In a sincere moment, tell your man you're proud of him. Just see what he does, and if he tries to pass it off as like a like a one off sentence, like oh thanks babe, be like no, like get his fucking attention. Be like, I'm proud of you. You do so much for us, and I if you just express to your man that he is appreciated dude fucking flutter it 
All right. At least that's how it works for me. Okay. Because I know that my, my bedrock is who I am as a man to the people in my life. And, um, just try that this week. You guys have a, you guys have a lot of fucking power. Now, (laughs) I know some people that know that and use it in a negative way. Cause it's like your own insecurities dig at you and you're like, you know, let's break everything down. And then, you know, you can fucking chip away at a guy with little digs here and there. Don't, don't abuse your power. All right. Spider woman with great power, (laughs) but I don't want it to make it sound like uh, it's on you for us to be confident or happy or stable. It just helps, you know, it's validating. It's, it's, it's a very validating thing. So try that, you know, help your mans out and not me, that your actual mans okay? or your partner. You know, that doesn't have to just be a man thing. I'm, I'm speaking about it as just a man thing because of my own internal monologue, right? That's, that's my viewpoint. So I say a man thing, but yeah, just fucking tell him, tell him that you're proud of him. Jesus Christ, wrap it up. All right, Mads, I'm sorry. Oh, dude, so sorry, almost forgot. Boons, Monday song of the week or track of the week or whatever we're calling it. It's 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 official now, and here's why. All right, we set some parameters. Now, I absolutely dogged him last episode for not, for not dude. Oh my god! All right, I gotta, I gotta tell you guys about this because I posted the screenshots on the uh, Instagram, but Boone and I. So after Boone listens to the episode where I'm just fucking ragging him, saying it's hit, it's not on me, you know, he sends me a formal, formal message. My apologies on this is this is from Boone. Okay. My apologies on not getting my song pick of the week to you. I was under the impression that I would receive confirmation that the fans enjoy it and you would like it to become something. But we did not text all of last week and I never received word on the likelihood of this segment becoming something serious or not. Again, I apologize for my inconvenience. I will be sending this week's pick shortly as well as continuously sending upcoming weeks on every Sunday night. Get back to me if you have any other requests. Thank you, Boone. Now, you want, you want to bring the funny to me? You, you want to bring the funny to me? Okay. You want to get professional? Baby Gorgeous, I live in professionalism. Okay? I live in it. St- babe, I'm fucking... I'm communicating back and forth with advertising agencies. Okay? You know how much fake shit I've had to put into emails? You can't come at me with this. Okay? So I replied, Boone, thank you for reaching out. Per your last message, I would like to let you know that a track submission would not only be received with appreciation, but expectation as well. While we have yet to draw up a formal contract, we here at Cheer Up Babe Inc. like to trust our content assistance without the legality of a formal contract. If these submissions do not come through, however, legal action will be taken against you and your team. We look forward to this week's track. Regards, VJ Julio. I hit him with the last name, and I hit him with the regards, which is the most dick sign-off you could possibly do. Regards, as in like, it's almost like disregards, right? Won that one. So, so we have a we have a Boone track of the week. All right, but before we announce the Boone's track of the week this week, 
I do have to tell you that after I posted that, open to receive 24-7, sounds innuendous, got on the Unqualified Dad subreddit and said, as an OG cub, I would like to admit my testimony of quote, lack of fulfillment of terms, as I greatly enjoy new music and drive for long hours daily. And one of the main factors in getting through my week is music. However, the last few weeks have been lacking and my mood slightly subpar as I genuinely look forward to this new music segment, but was met with dot, 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 well, emptiness. I look forward to and fully support this new segment to the podcast. This, that is all, sincerely. We keep it so professional in the den, dude. We keep it so professional in the goddamn den, I can't even stand it. And my fucking ear hurts. Okay. So Boone's Monday track of the week this week is... Becky by Amine. Or Amine. Or Amine. You know, there's just no fucking way to know because what do you listen to? A-M-I-N-E. And the E has the little thing over the top of it. Okay? Too white to know what it is. But the E has a little thing over the top of it and the song's called Becky. Should we play a snippet and get demonetized? Sure. And then start listening with a free Spotify account. Sign up for free. Eat my entire asshole. So no. So the song's called Becky and it's by Amine. And I said it, and I pronounced it correctly. Don't second guess me. All right. But on that note, let's do some actual unqualified dad advice from our unqualified dad advice subreddit that we have on reddit.com. If you would like to join, if you would like to submit a topic, you could do that at the at r dash unqualified dad advice on Reddit. I felt like I said that six fucking times in one sentence. As always, COVID-19 posts and comments are no longer allowed on the subreddit. All right? Welcome to the Unqualified Data Vice subreddit. That's what's pinned at the top now. All right? Now, we have one from a cub here. And this cub is called The Button with an A. The. Not the. It's the. The Button's title says, Saw, dude. Sorry, not sorry for the long post. All right? Got to say, out of the gate. If I met you on the street, I'd want to hit you. But it's all good. Hang loose, my brother. <laughs> sorry. Hey, my brother. Saw, dude. Sorry for the, sorry, not sorry for the long post. I'm just kidding about the, I'm just giving you shit about the fucking hang loose, dude. You know, mahalo. First of all, posture up, you slouching McConaughey pickle metaphor hating ass bitch. I mean, out the gates, hot as all fucking balls. All right. Hot as the underside of Satan's nutsack coming out the gates. Thank you for the reminder, Cubs. Posture the fuck up. Shoulders back and down. First of all, posture up, you slouching McConaughey pickle metaphor hating ass bitch. 10 out of 10. Now, you might be wondering why I'm writing the CEO of All Hat No Cattle Incorporated. And dude, it's because I respect your values and I want your input. I'm a 28-year-old firefighter and I've been with my wife for eight years. Gang. Gang. Married for six. Gang. Gang. Hell yeah. Shout outs to finding your woman young like me. She married me when I used to work on cars and made a little to no money. She also supported me so that I could quit my job to pursue a career in the fire service. She is my reason for breathing. Dude, fuck yeah. Pause for a second. 
Um, that's fucking rad. Let's break that down. You got yourself a woman who supported you in your dreams, made you feel a little bit more stable so that you could chase your dreams. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Been there. Lived that. Talk about building solid foundations with another individual. Fuck yeah, dude. That's just... That's just all pra- that's just all praises all day from me. Okay. We have been trying to start a family for a little over a year, but due to medical issues, it's been hard for both of us, specifically for her. I'm currently working full time and going to school. I work 24 to 48 hour shifts at a time. And then when I am home, I'm either working on the house, doing schoolwork, or just trying to sleep when I have downtime. Burning that candle at both ends, babe. We are super close and we hardly fight, but I find myself feeling depressed even though I'm not sad about anything, or maybe it's just a sense of being completely overwhelmed. I also feel unmotivated and have an extremely short fuse on my temper. I love the way you speak about your family and the way you handle conflict, so as somebody who also struggles with a background of aggressive tendencies, how do you quell your temper in those moments? I have severely overreacted to a couple of situations, and it terrifies me that when we do have children that I could carry that with me into my parenting style, and I absolutely can't have that. I understand diet, exercise, good sleep patterns, and outlets such as sports, going to the gym are lo- are things you- that you can do. I just need personal perspective, not generalizations. <laughs> fucking just, <laughs> just lay, just, just fucking put me in a pressure cooker right now. Sorry, not sorry for the long post and multiple grammatical errors. I didn't actually catch any, so, sod it. <laughs> Thank you for making the podcast. I'm here until the wheels fall off, which they will. Until then, let the bad times roll. Sincerely, a fellow hooligan. I mean, okay, absolutely crushing it. Such an absolute OG cub. Love it. All right? Actual legitimate shit to talk about. Okay. Um, let's, let's, let's attack one thing at a time here. I also feel unmotivated and have an extremely short fuse on my temper. I love the way you speak about your family and the way you handle conflict. So as somebody who also struggles with a background of aggressive tendencies, how do you quell your temper in those moments? I have severely overreacted to a couple of situations that terrifies me. All right, let's get real fucking specific. No generalizations here, my guy. All right. Um, I recognized that the outbursts were not a part of the person that I wanted to be, okay? And this is going to sound ridiculous, but let me explain my way out of it, okay? It was as simple as, so I had one night, okay? I had one night where uh, I was out drinking with uh, buddies and stuff, and I was wasted, blackout wasted. And um, I was going to drive home. Uh, One of my buddies who I think I've told this story before, but whatever. This is this was a, a triggering moment for me to change. Um, one of my buddies stood in front of my driver door and said, "You're not driving home." And I have I had some size on him. Shout out, he's still one of my he's still one of my boys. Fucking love that guy. Shout out to you, Colton. Thank you for being a good guy. Um, so he got in between me and the truck and said you're not driving and i said oh i'm driving i'm fine this is all relayed to me the next day super embarrassing um and i grabbed him by his shirt and i pushed him up against my truck and i said uh if you don't move i'm gonna put you in the hospital 
And he said, yeah, you will, but you'll feel really bad tomorrow. <laughs> which, um, which is, I mean, that's just a great fucking line. Apparently I didn't do it. <laughs> um, and it got relayed to me the next day. And it was one of those things where I sat with it for a while. And I thought about what if I would have. What if I would have hospitalized my friend for being a good friend? And I made my decision right there to where I was like, the main thing I'm going to focus on now is assessing. So I assess any situation where I get ramped up. I still get ramped up, dude. That temper is still there. You know, my ability to fly off the handle is still there. I have just not let it out since that moment because I know that no good is going to come out of me flying off the handle. I'm going to make people feel bad and I'm going to feel bad. So what I've learned to do, and it comes, it comes down to arguments with Jordan. All right. Jordan and I get into an argument or we get into just a stressful topic. I've had a long day. I don't want to talk about it. I shut down. Now, hold on. I shut down and I don't say anything. The only thing I say is not right now, not right now. And in the beginning, when I first started doing this with Jordan, she would keep at me because she did, she thought I was just brushing it off. Like we'll never talk about it. But then maybe a couple hours later, maybe a day later, maybe a couple days later, I would approach her and I'd be like, I'm ready to talk about it because I've recognized that I'm in a good headspace. Even if it ruins the headspace I'm in, I know that I'm not, uh, prime for a temper tantrum. Okay. Um, so it took time. It took a lot of time because you need, you need both people to be in if you're going to make an emotional change. And that's all it is. I made up my mind that I was not going to be the type of guy that expresses rage when I feel pissed because like I talked about, Jesus, we talked about it today. Um, if you don't have control of your emotions, you're not a man. That's really it. There's some little boy in you that's throwing a tantrum. And I was not going to be that. I refused to be that. So, when, But I also was super self-assessing in the fact that I understand what it feels like when I'm getting to that point. And I just flipped it. Rather than lashing it out and letting the fucking rage spin, I shut it down. And I shut down completely to where, like, I'm not even saying words, man. And now it's to the point where uh, Jordan and I will be in an argument. And thank God I have my wife because I, uh, you know, I know that there's some people, like, that I've dated in the past that this would have not worked with. But she understood that it's for the better good of us and the situation itself. I say not right now. Not in a good space to talk about this right now. And she goes, and now it's to the point where she's like, She'll be pissed, but she'll be like, okay, because she is obviously in a space to talk about it because I always come back to her and sometimes she'll come to me and she'll have to catch me and she'll be like, are you ready to talk about it? And I'll be like, yeah, let's talk about it. Um, but it all happens. It's all a decision. It all happens in the moment. All right. I'm serious. It's moment by moment. You can have this predisposition of, oh, I don't want to be this guy. But when that moment comes. When the, when the moment to blow up comes, right there, that split second, 
right before you throw something or you yell something. Stop. Stop. Just take one fucking second and think about the goddamn thoughts going in on your going in your head right now. All right? And then reflect on is that who you want to be? Is that is that does that make you proud of yourself? Probably not, right? Probably not. It's not cool. You know? It used to be cool when you were the tough bravado guy when we were young, right? When we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. But now it's time for us to grow up and have control of our emotions because a man is someone who has control of his emotions. All right? It literally comes down to the split second. So let's get into a little bit of specific with it. All good changes take time. Put it into fucking practice in moment to moment. Also, let your girl know that, hey, this is something that I'm going to be working on. Here's something I'm going to try on how to work on it. If I feel myself getting fucking rageful and like I'm going to throw a fit, I'm going to tell you I need a second. And your second cannot be you walking away into another room and breaking shit because that's still rage. That's still not having control of your emotions. Sit the fuck down. Take a breath, all right? Now, if you can't get yourself to the point to where you can calm yourself down, if you don't have enough self-control to where you can calm yourself down, you need to you need to talk to somebody about it. You need to seek that help, okay? Also, if you fucking really can't make that change, you got to change something, all right? Dude, you're, you're obviously, you have so many things on the plate, dude. Your plate runneth over, right? You need to remove some things from your fucking plate if it's so overwhelming that you no longer have a hold on your own emotional stability, all right? You don't need an outlet. You don't need anything. You need a fucking great partner that's willing to fucking sit down with you and give you space, too. There's been multiple times where I'll be like, 20 minutes, I just, and because that's all I need, I just need to be by myself for 20 minutes. A lot of the time, is it's overstimulation for me. When I've had a long fucking day and people have been talking to me all fucking day and then I come home and I'm playing with the girls, it's still stimulation. I still am enjoying the time. But then something serious gets brought on the table. I don't have the energy for it. So I need a fucking reset, okay? Talk to your woman about that. And that's not weak, okay? I feel like a big problem with guys wanting to be like this is because it's like if you admit the fact that you're embarrassed about angry outbursts it's weak it's not fucking weak to try to want to be a better guy to have more emotional stability to be more even keel it's not weak that's strong as shit you know that fucking alpha male bravados that are all aggression all the time that's the weakest version of a fucking person why would you ever want to be that so you have to make steps to be the stable version of yourself so if you can't do it yourself you have you have to seek help or else what if you make a big one what if you raise hands what if you raise hands to your kids because you're pissed off what if you raise hands to your wife because you're pissed off now it's their fault that's all being emotionally unstable is is it's making your problems everyone else's fucking problem and you say it right here i've severely overreacted to a couple of situations you know what that embarrassment feels like. You know what that shame feels like that we were talking about, right? Before you fucking blow up on somebody else, 
Just fucking point the finger back at yourself for a second, okay? Now, I was just trying to get serious with you for a second. Um, but it really is as simple as just making the decision to not be that person. And here's a, and, and here's a funny thing about it. Uh, like in the beginning, bef- while Jordan and I were still figuring each other out, you know, um, when I would do this, she would fly out. She would fucking fly off the handle. And I just refused to bite. I just refused to bite. Because what that does is it suddenly it makes it, it makes them start like getting in their breath. They start getting pissed off about the fact like, well, now I'm going to be the fucking asshole. You were the asshole and we were talking about it. And now I'm going to be the asshole because I'm fucking freaking out. Right. <laughs> and I just refused to bite. I just said, this is what it is right now. We are not doing this right now because I'm not in a good headspace to do it. This will only end negatively. Few fucking blow ups on that. We both get on the same page. So genuinely though, uh, the button, my fellow hooligan, I loved this post. This is such a good. This was such a good fucking question to ask, um, and full of so many fucking deep cuts on the podcast, dude. I love it. I love it. It's like thank you so much for writing it, and and I I hope I helped in some aspect or another, and pretty much all this all advice really breaks down to. Be the person that's going to make yourself proud of yourself. All right? All right, my dude. And best of luck. I genuinely, I hope from the bottom of my fucking heart, like if you could follow up with me, bottom of my fucking heart, I hope that you work on it and I hope that it starts getting better. And I hope that you guys are able to get pregnant and have a family and that you just live your best possible lives. Because let me tell you something, based off of what I read here, you got a great girl. Don't let your own brain fuck it up. Okay. Now we did have some cubs submit some submit some responses to that advice question and let's see what they said. All right. Dude says sometimes when you have things that f- you feel like you can't let out or talk about with others, you tend to express those things as aggression. These could be things you experienced as a child or that you have a lot of shit going on like in your situation. Try writing or talk to your wife about it. Being overwhelmed and there's a lot on your shoulders. This may help. Best wishes. Absolutely. Like I said, your plate runneth over. Either remove some stuff for the plate, from the plate, and showing emotional uh, openness is not weak because it makes you a more peaceful person. Uh, no North A four two says hate to be that person. Ooh, but still gonna be that person. Oh, no North 842 throwing shade at my guy here. All right. Hey, ELE on the unqualified dad advice subreddit. Okay. No shade. ELE. Everybody love everybody. Hate to be that person, but still going to be that person. Go to therapy, dude. And I'm completely serious. As someone who used to operate entirely on anger and outbursts firsts, thoughts and feelings second, it really does change you if you're open to it. Don't just go to any therapist, though. Find one with a personality you like that you can talk to in a way you want to hear. My counselor cusses up a storm and quite frequently tells me to shut the fuck up when I'm entirely missing a point, and I wouldn't have it any other way. That's fucking great. My fiance and I started while I was pregnant, and we are completely different people now that we were when then in such a good way. Wait, hold on. Completely different people now than we were then and in such a good way. Okay, my bad. There's all kinds of psychological and epic 
anthropogenic reasons why improving yourself would help your kid that I could talk about all day. But what it boils down to is it's absolutely worth it to be the best, absolute best version of yourself that you can be for your kids. They're going to watch and learn from you. Yep. Absolutely. That last line hit it on the head. Um, but hey, dude, how about this? How about let's have a real bro moment for a second. I've never been to therapy. All right. Not once. Um, luckily, I was the type of guy that I never had a big enough issue that I couldn't resolve it with my own uh, brain and will of person. All right. I'm a I would like to say that I am a I, I self-assess probably more than the average person. And uh, I feel like I could always fix imperfections as they arise, right? So I never felt the need to go to therapy because I felt like I always had a hold. Now, that is probably – if you talk to a therapist, that's probably a severely narcissistic thing to think about yourself, right? But it's got me uh, this far, so I'm okay right now. Now, say there was a problem that I wanted to fix but I couldn't, I would have no problem going to therapy. That pride in me uh, to be that person that can fix myself is would dissipate if there was an actual issue that I could not rise from. So if there's an ego attached to not wanting to go to therapy, let that go if you can't fix the problem yourself. All right? And that's coming from me, a guy who's never been to therapy. All right? I'm just being honest, though. We're just open-hearted on this episode, okay? We're being real. We're being truthful. All right. Um, yeah, fuck. Sorry that wasn't that funny. That whole episode, we got, we, I mean, we, we, we had to be a little, we had to be a little uh, serious, you know, because I wanted to give you guys my stance on the fucking Will Smith thing, but it's like I didn't want to make too many fucking jokes because every joke has been made. And it's, it's just, it's fucking, it's, it's only been two weeks and it's already getting to the point that it's hacky, but it is what it is. We had to talk about it a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so like I said, the, the the one thing that I thought about this week was the uh, ladies, you guys have so much power. You have so much power, you know. And to rephrase it from earlier, guys like to be the rock. They like to be the foundation. But if our woman is not happy, let's be honest, you guys are the rock, you know. You don't... We us guys like to think we have the entire weight of the world on our shoulders, but we're just fucking standing strong. But if our woman isn't happy, if our woman is rejectful to us, all that's gonna fucking fall apart. So, I mean, I hope you, I hope you, I hope you all know how important you actually are to your lives and your relationship. You know, it's just. That just is what it is, babe. Okay, cheer up, babe, the podcast. Now, we needed to cheer. We probably need to cheer up after all that shit because we got so serious. But listen, the bottom line is some episodes we're going to get a little bit serious. We're going to contemplate. We're going to think about things. We're going to try to be better people. We're going to be authentic. We're going to speak from the heart. We're going to follow those breadcrumbs right into the actual deep parts of our soul. Okay? Sometimes those breadcrumbs aren't going to lead to us talking about how fucking cute Tom Hardy is. Sometimes those fucking breadcrumbs are going to lead us into thinking about the type of people we want to be in order to make ourselves proud. Okay? This is Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. I'm your host, VJ Julio. Now...
Have a great week, okay? I demand it. Go out there. Don't be a bummer. And cheer up, babe.